I'm Damien the DM from Adventures in Aurelia, a collaborative storytelling experience told through a game of Dungeons and Dragons, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other epically geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. I don't know how fully briefed you are on what's happened here, but the last few days have made it clear that Eagle Rock Prison is woefully inadequate for our needs. The reason I've asked for such a large funding increase is to reinforce the facility so I can deal with these prisoners. Right, because they're all magic. You don't believe any of this, do you? Who put you on this assignment exactly? People close to the president are concerned about his exposure on this. Time travelers, mind readers. We are dealing with a threat the likes of which this country has never seen before. We need better containment. I can barely handle the one detainee I have. Are you telling me that you're keeping a prisoner here without warrant or Miranda rights? I'm gonna need to speak with the president directly. Yeah, well, that's not gonna happen. I'm your new boss, and I want to see your prisoner now. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we continue Hot Heroes Summer with the start of the second half of season three that sends most of the main characters on the run from something. Starring hidden agendas, megalomaniacs, and people who needed hugs as kids. It's season three, episodes 14 through 19 of Heroes. But first, he's the annoying junior psycho in training with mommy issues. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, God um, damn it. What are you eating now? Well, it's silent today, but... So, um, the wife went to Popeye's. Uh-huh. And they have a... Basically, a strawberry biscuit. A strawberry biscuit? Yeah, so it's a biscuit. Um, it's their biscuit. With but strawberries, has, I guess. It has strawberry like jam interlaced in it. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah, that sounds like, good. It it is, and then it's drizzled Does it come with, with a little a bit of side of insulin. No, it it should because it's got a little bit of uh, icing drizzled on top. Oh, okay. But I'm gonna have to. Uh, I took one bite, and I decided uh, I'm not gonna eat it because uh, it needs to be warmed back up. Oh, it's um, it's a little on the cold side, so the biscuit's not uh, nice and soft and fluffy. It's kind of hard and fluffy. Just needs a little heat to it. So, if you don't mind, um, while while you're doing the um, pod crawl, I'm just going to go heat it up. No, I do mind. You don't get oh. to leave. Oh, I can't. No. Damn. You know, if I could figure out some way to have my whole recording rig just completely mobile, I'd do that. That would be interesting. Around. I wonder how you would do that. Yeah. I mean, I if you could do that, it like with a, I mean, you could probably hook up some sort of like tablet or yeah, some sort well, I mean, of mobile I'm, device to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm on a, I'm on a laptop. 
it's all hooked up to the laptop, but you know, then you have to have power for the, you know, interface and all that stuff. So, right. Yeah. I guess I could just record using my headset. You could. That would that would sound awesome. It sound like shit, but yeah. No, no. It would sound awesome. I have a Logitech headset, dude. That's Oh yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are great awesome. sounding mics, yeah. Great quality. Yeah. You ready for a pod yeah. crawl? <laughs> yeah, it's up there. It's it's Is ready. It ready? It, yeah, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sorry? Yeah, I'm a little sorry. Why? I just just you you'll read and You'll read and you'll read and you'll read some more. Jeez, is it that long? It's taking uh, a while to load. Look, last week, um, yeah, you know, or not last week. Well, last time that I talked to this guy, you know, he was he kind of phoned it in for a couple of the episodes. He uh-huh. felt really bad, um, even though one of them was kind of funny. Nothing happened. Let's move on. Um, but uh, so he he's overcompensating this time. Got you. Holy yeah. hell. Has, has it loaded yet? Yeah. It's only, it's only 40 pages. Oh, my God. I hate you yeah. so much. It's just, just, the first, just the first one is like really long-winded for some strange reason. Jeez. Yeah. The first one and the last one. And the last one. No, the last one, it's not that bad. It's just uh, a lot of paragraphs, tiny paragraphs. It'll go quick. All right, well, let's do this. Get going. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. All right, episode 14 in this wacky episode of Heroes Season 3, titled A Clear and Present Danger of Plane Crashes and Misadventures, prepare yourself for a wild ride filled with unlikely superhero antics and dramatic twists. Tracy Tracy Strauss finds herself captured by a group of armed men, but not before she gets to witness a riveting TV interview with the new chairman of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, Nathan Petrelli. It's like she's multitasking her way through danger. Meanwhile, Hero takes it upon himself to transform his sidekick Ando into a superhero, injecting him with GPS implant against his will. Hey, what better way to build trust than forcibly injecting someone, right? Ando, unimpressed, bails out just in time to overhear Hero's kidnapping. Poor Hero, always getting himself into trouble with his well-meaning yet misguided attempts at heroism. Meanwhile, Peter is having a tough time as a paramedic, desperately wanting to save lives but constantly being held back by his lack of super strength. Sorry, Peter, maybe a gym membership would help. Later, he receives a call from Claire warning him about Nathan's evil plans. He catches a yellow cab driven by none other than Mohinder Suresh. Talk about coincidences. Can this cab get any more superhero-filled? While Mohinder chauffeurs Peter, they discuss their extraordinary destinies, making it clear that that everyone else is playing it low-key except for Nathan. They reach their destination, Mohinder lets Peter out, and BAM! The hunter sneaks into the cab right behind them. No, no, no. Who knew Mohinder had such popular taxi service? After some car door ripping action and narrow escape, Noah arrives in snazzy SUV to rescue Mohinder, only to end up tasering him by mistake. No, I guess it was the, the hunter, wasn't it? Oops! Yeah, yeah, it was. 
Oh, and guess who's back from the dead? It's Siler. He pays a visit to his supposed father and watchmaker, Martin Gray, only to discover a shocking truth. Martin reveals that he actually bought Siler from his brother, who needed some quick cash. Family reunions can be so awkward, can't they? We can't forget about Matt, who has a mysterious invisible man named Usutu lurking nearby, visible only to Matt. It's like an invisible audience for their conversations. Later, Utsutsu appears to, appears to Matt with a profound message. Matt is destined to become a prophet and reveal the future. Move over, Nostradamus. As Matt examines his prophetic sketches, Claire bursts in to warn him about impending danger. But before they can even process the situation, a dart comes flying through the window, striking Matt right in the neck. And if that wasn't enough, men in black swoop in to capture Claire while Matt collapses. Talk about bad timing, guys. Finally, we arrive at a airplane hangar where Nathan surveys his captives like a villainous fashion show. Everyone is hooded and power neutralized, super fashionable. Nathan assigns Claire a ride home while the rest of them are loaded into a cargo plane. But guess what? Claire manages to pull off a daring escape and sneaks aboard the plane. Surprise! Hero Peter and Mohinder are all on board too. It's like high altitude reunion. Peter even... Peter, ever the power sponge, accidentally touches the plane's side and freezes it, causing chaos in the sky. The guards and even some unfortunate prisoners are swept out, but hey, at least Peter gets Tracy's power in the process. Talk about an unintended icebreaker, haha. <laughs> As the plane hurtles towards the ground, Peter finds himself hanging on for dear life, only to be saved by Mohinder. But oh no, that episode ends on a nail-biting cliffhanger as Mohinder loses his grip on Peter's hand. Will they make it out alive? Tune in next time for more gravity-defying heroics and unpredictable twists. Oh my god, that was long. That was terrible, wasn't it? Alright, episode 15. In this action-packed episodes of Heroes Season 3, the heroes find themselves scattered after a plane crash on the run from government agents. Matt, Suresh, and Hero team up to hide together, but Hero's powers are mysteriously gone. Not so mysterious. Matt has a vision yeah. of... Daphne in danger and leads the group to a trailer filled with crayons. Meanwhile, Ando tries to track down Hero and team ends up teaming up with Daphne, who is searching for Matt. Claire gets clapped, captured by the military, but refuses to abandon her friends. Daphne and Ando reunite and the others with the others at the crash site where a joyful reunion is cut short by the arrival of government troops. Bullets start flying, fulfilling Matt's drawing of Daphne getting shot. Claire sacrifices herself to cover the other's escape, while Matt takes revenge on the soldiers. A hunter threatens Claire's life, but Noah and Nathan intervene. Peter helps Tracy escape, and they plan to trap Nathan, but he sees through their plan. Peter steals Nathan's power and flies away, leaving Tracy behind. The heroes regroup and go underground to plan their revenge, vowing to do whatever it takes. Nathan confides in someone about their actions, and Angela refuses to help him. Siler kidnaps Agent Simmons and recruits Luke to help find his father. Claire receives a mysterious message from an anonymous sender named Rebel, exciting a suspenseful twist to rate our heroes in their fight against the government's control. I gotta take a drink. Hold on. <laughs> You're getting tongue twisted there. Oh my gosh, my throat's getting dry. In episode 16, this hilarious episode of Heroes Season 3, Ando, or Hero and Ando find themselves in India on a mission to stop a forced wedding. Hero gets a bit jealous when Ando becomes the hero and convinces the bride to call off the wedding, but their victory is short-lived as the groom, Deepak, kidnaps Ando and proceeds with the wedding. Don't worry though, Hero manages to save the day and rescue his friend. He also realizes that he can be a hero without special abilities, which is a relief because his time-traveling powers can get pretty confusing. 
Meanwhile, Nathan is trying to secure more funding, but runs into trouble when his new boss, Abby, starts snooping about. Tracy, who's been held captive, escapes and freezes a man to death, impressing Abby enough to grant Nathan the funding. But Tracy suspects Nathan had something to do with her escape, and let's just say she's not thrilled about it. Siler and Luke are on a road trip to find Siler's birth parents, but tensions rise between them. They stop at a diner for a meal, and things get messy when Nathan's men show up. Luke gets captured, but Siler comes back to the rescue, showing that he might have a softer side. The Bennett family is also dealing with their fair share of drama. Claire can't keep lying to her mom and spills the beans about Nathan's plan. Her dad, Noah, enrolls her in college against her will, but later catches her trying to save a friend from the clutches of the mysterious rebel. What? Claire, Claire stands her ground and lets Noah know that she can't be controlled anymore. She even spills the truth to her mom, leading to Noah getting kicked out of the house. And just when things couldn't get crazier, Noah gets picked up by Matt, Peter, and Mohinder at a hotel bar. Looks like the heroes are assembling for something big. Stay tuned for more hilarity and heroics in the next episode of Heroes. Which leads us to episode 17. In this thrilling episode of Heroes Season 3, Matt, Peter, and Mohinder continue their mission to uncover the truth behind Nathan Petrelli's agency. They drug Noah and uh, Noah Bennett and interrogate him to gain valuable information. Flashbacks reveal Noah's past interactions with Andrew Pet- Angela Petrelli, Nathan, and Denko, shedding light on the agency's origins and Noah's involvement. Meanwhile, Denko grows, grows suspicious of Noah's absence and orders his team to find him. Peter retrieves weapons and gear while being surveilled by Nathan's agency. Back at the hotel, Noah warns his captors about the agency's pursuits, but Matt persists with the interrogation. More flashbacks expose Noah's encounter with Danko and the growing tension between them. As Danko's men close in on the hotel, Matt discovers Daphne's survival and Suresh sacrifices himself to distract the commandos. Peter rescues Matt, but they are separated as Peter flees the scene. Nathan seeks Suresh's help to find a solution for the people with abilities while Danko plots to take over the agency with Noah's assistance. However, Noah secretly meets with Angela, hinting at a secret or at a hidden agenda. The episode ends with Matt's disturbing artistic vision of a nuclear explosion in Washington, D.C. Why is there always a nuclear explosion every season? Episode 18. In the exciting episode, Matt and Peter find themselves in a dangerous situation as they race against time to rescue Daphne. Inside the building, they reach to, control, to a control room where Peter searches for Daphne's location. However, they discover that she's been moved to a medical facility. The Rebel opens a video file revealing the captured heroes being loaded onto a plane. Peter copies the file onto a flash drive, intending to use it as leverage for Daphne's release. Their escape is interrupted when Noah activates the fire alarm, causing Matt to lose control over the guards he had telepathically controlled. Peter manages to flee the flash with the flash drive while Matt is left behind. Later, Peter attempts to trade the video for Matt and Daphne's freedom, but falls into a trap set by Noah and Danko. Despite being warned telepathically by Noah, Peter is injured but rescued by Nathan. Meanwhile, Siler and Luke continue their journey as Siler searches for his father. They stop at a deserted diner where Siler experiences flashbacks from his childhood, witnessing his father's murderous attack. Determined for revenge, Siler demands Luke return home to his mother. As the episode concludes, Matt's pa- uh, painting depending on depicting himself strapped to bombs becomes a horrifying reality when Danko drunks him, attaches a bomb to his vest, and leaves him in the heart of Washington, D.C. The hero's actions have triggered a dangerous chain of events, putting their lives and the lives of those with abilities at risk. 
Oh God, finally. Episode 19. In the gripping episode, several storylines unfold with intense confrontations and surprising revelations. Nathan learns of Danko's plan to frame Matt as terrorists leading to a potential catastrophic event in Washington, D.C. What are you changing down there? Nathan Make it a little shorter. Nathan flies to Matt's location and urges him to use his powers to disarm the bomb. Despite Danko re- regaining control temporarily, Matt successfully disarms the bomb, saving countless lives. Nathan contro- confronts Tracy, who Danko suspects may have information about Nathan's powers. Tracy denies any knowledge, and Danko remains suspicious. He later meets with Angela Petrelli, hoping to undercover Nathan's abilities. Angela counters by revealing a dark incident from Danko's past, leaving him visibly shaken. Siler finally reaches his father, Samson Gray, who is dying from cancer. Samson reveals his own powers and shares insights into Siler's methodology. Siler resists his father's attempt to take his powers and chooses to leave, leaving Samson pleading for death. Siler departs, ready to confront Danko. Claire Bennett encounters Eric Doyle, who seeks to who seeks her help at the urging of Rebel. Initially refusing, Claire has a change of heart when she realizes Doyle's life is in danger. She intervenes, neutralizing the agents, and provides Doyle with a new identity. Claire questions her choices and receives a warning from Rebel that her free pass has expired. Here on Ando receive a message from Rebel directing them to save Matt Parkman. However, they discover that the message refers to a baby named Matt Parkman, leaving them confused and entrusted with caring for the infant. The episode ends with a surprising moment as Claire is seen floating outside her window, embraced by Nathan, while agents search her bedroom for her. The heroes' paths continue to intersect and their struggles intensify as they face complex moral dilemmas and formidable enemies. The end. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I told you he got a little long-winded. And that's the that's the uh Cliff Notes version. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. So, Heroes, season 3 episodes 14 through 19. So, we are in the first half of the Fugitives section of season 3. Yes. What do you think fugitives. so far? Um, you know, it's not terrible. It it reminds me that the pacing reminds me of part of the first season, you know, where you had a bunch of little stories happening, but they are sort of converging, uh, and that seems to be what's what's the 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 going theme is right now is that uh, you know all these people are converging. Frankly, I would question my life choices if I kept getting um, brought into these weird situations right yeah i agree so this this isn't actually terrible this is so far this half of the season i think has been better than the first half of the season now it's it's not to say this half of the season is really good but it's it's okay i i didn't dread watching the next episode like i did any of the episodes in the first half of this season i think the plot line is simpler which i think kind of has helped a lot um they're they're not trying to do this weird convoluted you know save the future bullshit um they haven't brought in just a a shit ton of new exotic you know powers or anything in fact the only new power i think that i can think of that they've brought in is the dude is aquaman jr Mm -hmm. yeah you got aquaman jr um uh yeah 
nobody else. Aquaman Jr. and and Heat Boy. That's about it. Oh yeah, Heat Boy. Yeah, forgot about uh, forgot about him. Uh, microwave dude. Yeah, but it's not microwaves because he's melting plastic. Right. So it can't right. be microwaves. No, but you know, basically, radiation of some sort. Yeah. Some sort of waves, heats. Yeah, heat. I don't know. Um, I I don't like. Uh, the one thing I, I will say that I didn't like about this is 10 minutes into the first episode, we find out Siler's alive. Surprise. Right. Yeah. Well, they're, how, they're how did, never going to kill Siler off. Yeah. How, how did he survive the, the stab in the back or in the back of the head? Right. He got incapacitated at the end of the episode. Yeah. I mean, so if you, and then the thing blew up. Yeah. If you figure, Okay, so he was stabbed in the back of the head. That's not going to kill him. That is, that is going to no, incapacitate they, him. Right, 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 right. And he was kind of stuck in the building as it as it burned down. Yeah. I, I mean, if at any point, if he was burned all the way down to bones and the bones kind of separated and that and that shard of glass came out, theoretically, he could regenerate, right? Or if the heat got high enough to melt the glass yeah or to shatter the glass somehow yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah theoretically he could regenerate from that yeah they just uh, it was just another example of hand waving though yeah i mean it was just yeah siler is alive everybody mm-hmm. thought he was dead because they saw dental records except claire except, except claire, claire because she knows yeah. i mean she she can regenerate so yeah she's like eh, he's not alive or not dead he's missing but Where he's he? he's he's such a tangential character up until like right at episode nineteen. I mean, he was doing off doing his own fucking thing this entire time. Now he's finally getting getting pulled back into the main story, into the A story. Yes, yeah, he's he's bringing himself back, kicking and screaming. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. I I, I actually don't mind what they're doing with Siler in this part of the season so far. You know, I'm okay with it. Uh, it it makes it makes sense. He had a little bit. Uh, he had a little bit of hinting in the first half of the season. You know, with with mommy daddy issues, right? You know that it, it makes sense that this is kind of a, a natural progression, progression yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not. It's not terrible. Um, his sidekick is an idiot. Yeah, his sidekick and annoying. Yeah, his sidekick. If I never saw his sidekick again, it would be fine. Well, I mean, he wasn't there at Daddy's place. He told him to go. Yeah, home, he told him so. to buzz off. Yeah. So we could hope. Yeah. What would you think of his dad? Oh, Lionel Luther's awesome. Say what? Lionel Luther. That's Lionel Luther. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Smallville. Yeah. Um, uh, SP, SP will get it. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about, but sure. Yeah. No, uh, John, John Glover, right? Yeah. yeah. John Glover. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's good. Um, the character itself. Um, yeah. Dickhead. Yeah. I thought he played uh, it really well. I would have. I would have liked to get an actual reason as to why he decided to slice his wife's forehead. Yeah. And 
I'm curious about that too. So in season one, we saw that Siler got his telekinetic abilities by bashing somebody's head in, right? Yeah, and looking at it. Yeah. And and that was the basically the first ability that he gained using his natural ability. Right. So in season two, when he got the Shanti virus and lost all of his powers, um, and then regained it right at the very end of season two, mm-hmm. it should have been like when Peter lost all his powers, right? And then regained his power back. Although Peter, we're, Peter we, we need to discuss Peter. Powers. P- Peter lost his powers in a different way. But I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You lose your powers, you lose your powers, right? Whether it's through the Shanti virus or somebody oh. taking them. Well, so so I thought I was thinking the the Shanti virus was more of a a suppression. No, it, 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 it stripped the powers. You think that they were completely gone? Yeah. But then, but then the blood gives it back. It did for a little while. Well, no, that was, that was Claire's blood. So it, it, it reverted the stuff. Um, so I'm thinking the no, Shanti no, it was virus. Mohinder's blood. No, that wasn't Mohinder's blood. Mohinder's uh, he, blood he, was the cure for the Shanti virus for a little while. At, for a little while. And then what Siler got was a different formula of the virus where they were trying to take it away from people. So I'm thinking it wasn't necessarily taking it away as it was suppressing adrenal stuff or whatever, because then he got a vial of Claire's blood he, uh, uh, Siler shot himself up with Claire's blood and reversed the effects of the virus or whatever. But variant even, of that even, virus. even if he, yeah, so that's how he reversed the effects of the virus. But even still, he wouldn't have retained the, all of the powers that he had accumulated before, right? But I, we don't know what the virus actually did. It just, it made it to where your powers didn't work originally, uh, you know, cause Molly couldn't do it because she was sick. Uh, and then she got better, uh, you know, she took Suresh's, uh, blood and, but that was a different virus. That was a different strain different, of the virus, different strain. Yeah. So I, maybe you okay. know, he didn't have it perfected, but we haven't seen Siler use any of his powers from before he got the virus. So let's go with the premise that the virus strips your powers. Okay. And then when he got his power back, he didn't have any of the previous powers. Although we did see him using telekinesis at the end of yeah. season two. So he is telekinesis had- one of his inborn powers? Because ah. his father had it too. True. Well, he was using telekinesis. He was using, oh, he didn't have the lie detector before then. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. Cause he was, he never used cold again. Didn't seem to have a hearing problem. Nope. Maybe they just convenient. Yeah. Maybe it's just the one, maybe it is, maybe it was a, uh, a dormant, ability that he wasn't aware that he already had. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
That's what I'm thinking, because he had just shot himself up with Claire's blood and then started doing the telekinesis at the end of season two. So he didn't have time to steal anybody else's ability. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, Siler's like Peter in that they, they, especially at the beginning, they were making Siler have whatever was convenient to make it seem like he was a, uh, you know, a threat. Right. Yeah. So he had powers of I, convenience. Yeah. And I think as of right now, that power of convenience is super healing and telekinesis. That's and occasionally uh, the lie detector thing. Yeah. You know, so that, that's, that seems to be kind of enlightening. He's used that a few times. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lightning, but yeah, you know, but that seems to be his his main powers. You know, they got rid of, they waved away the the super healing, the belting or whatever it was that he stole from that one guy. Yep. Um. The the I see how things fit together. But that's ability. his that's his inborn ability. Is that part of his inborn? Yeah, because uh, I thought. But it, he he also stole an ability from somebody where they could understand how the world worked just by looking at something. I no, that know. was his ability. Mm. That was how he pulled people's uh, powers okay. into him. Is he looked at their brain? He he saw gotcha. how how it functioned. Okay, do you think Dad had the same thing? Same, me- I mean, it looked almost like he had the yeah, same method I think he I, went to go cut his head. Yeah, I think Dad has the same. It's interesting that Dad went for his head with the knife, but then in the flashback, he actually cut his mom's head. With a finger. With his finger. Yeah. If that can be deemed accurate, you know. In terms of like, you know, that was based off of Siler remembering stuff, right? Well, but I mean, so, I think they were trying to establish that's why Siler kills the way he does or, or cuts the people's head, heads off the way he does is because that's, he, how, he that's how, it. yeah, that's how he saw his mom die when he was, what, four or five years old. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so Peter. So they changed Peter's power. He's a one and done. Yeah. So it's it's just a, a power swap type thing with Peter. Why do you think they did that? I don't know. I'm not I'm not entirely uh, I am not entirely thrilled about it. Um I'm not saying that he should have had the empathetic capabilities that he used to have where, you know, he could just be near him and he got it. Um, I would have been better about, you know, I, I think he should be able to touch and keep and not, and not touch and lose the others. Right. You know, because that's kind of, I mean, it nerfed them, but then they didn't nerf anybody else. Right. Especially Siler. Right. 
and and it's not like it's it's and it's not like it's helping anything. Uh, if they need Peter to get out of a situation, they just have somebody there with a specific ability to help. Right. Yeah. You know, it's still an oh, ability of plot convenience. Yeah. Oh no, we're gonna get taken. I'll touch my brother who conveniently showed up and can fly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so at it, some point, he's gonna have to touch Claire and absorb her healing abilities so that he can heal himself because he's gonna be like shot or almost killed. I bet. I actually think I saw. Uh, he's he's all right. He's just shot in the shoulder. Well, I mean, later on. I think I've actually oh. seen the last half of season three because some of these some of these scenes are familiar to me, sparking yeah. memories. So I think I've actually seen the last half of season three. Yeah, I've seen I've seen bits and pieces, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know of everything. I don't remember everything. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I agree. I don't think that I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not fond of what they did with Peter's power. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of understand why they did it and it's because Peter was way too fucking OP, right? He, he just basically stood near somebody and absorbed their powers. Right. And so he had this humongous collection of powers that he never really used very well because he's a moron. Um, but you know, he still had this humongous resource of powers that he could use to pretty much get himself out of every situation. So they're trying to pare that back down so that they're not writing themselves in a corner again with this basically unstoppable character. Right. But I mean, cause can you imagine Peter with all of the powers that he had accumulated before being in the situations that he's in? I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a challenge to him. At this oh, yeah. point, he couldn't, he couldn't die, uh, you know, just push people out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'd be a badass, but and I do agree that they needed to pair him down. I don't agree with the handcuffs that they put on him. You know, I, fine, start over and only be able to do it if you actually touch somebody. You know, that's, that's, that gives us, that gives us some parameters, but this flip-flop type of deal, you know, you get a power swap out, just, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, it's, it's yeah, yeah. You got nobody that can go up against Siler now. You think, uh, you think Hero will ever get his powers back? Um, not because I've already watched one episode of the next <laughs> batch, but uh, yes. <laughs> Okay, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think I something tells me that he will be able to stop time, but not teleport. Oh, something tells me that that might be something that happens. Wait, in I the thought next the episode. I thought the power was like space time. I mean, there they are in space. Well, he's only got time right now. He's still got to try to get. He's still got to like tap into the space portion. Which I okay, and we're we'll have we will talk about this next time. But how he gets it back makes no sense. Oh God! <laughs> because he okay, he lost his powers from because of Arthur. Yeah, Arthur sucked them out of him. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So is Arthur going to puke him back into him? Is Arthur coming up from the dead? And No, but that just doesn't... He got it sucked out of him, which leads well, it to believe that we'll he should have it. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. It's, it, I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah. So um, Daphne... Uh, Daphne, 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 Daphne. Yeah, Daphne. Yeah. What about Daphne? I, I mean, why do you think they kind of sidelined her this season? Too, too many characters? Maybe. I mean. And did you really it, think she was dead? Oh no, no. Because we, we, we'd seen her in the future, right? Right. So if she was, was a, dead, that was that, that future. Fu- yeah, the, but that was a that was a bad future. Well, no, that's still par- possibly the future where it gets uh, powers get exposed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I. I she got shot in the shoulder, right? I mean, they pretty much showed that. Right. So uh, uh, even though there was a bunch of gunshots that went off and she twitched like four or five times, apparently only one stuck. Um, so I don't, I don't know, but I would, I would think maybe it's because he wasn't, um, not he or the, the, the season, the, the series wasn't doing as well. And so they started trying to trim fat somewhere. Yeah, maybe. This is about the this is about the time when when things started, you know, dwindling off in terms of people watching and and the ratings and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, just looking at on Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge. Um, so, volume three villains, uh, ba- yeah, basically, it, it was a downhill slump the entire, the entire time. Yeah. Um, it, it, it went up a little bit whenever um, Fugitives first started. Right, right, yeah. It, it jumped back up over 8 million um, viewers. Uh, but then but, steadily yeah. declined after that. Steadily declined, stayed above six. Um, but that's a that's a huge jump considering season one. At like 12. What, 10 was the lowest viewership that they had on one of their episodes. Yeah. Just over, just over 10. So, you know, and that was, it looks like the third to last episode, which kind of was kind of shitty. Right. You know, that, that's when they were kind of trying to set stuff up. And then I'm looking at this and I like this, this jump. So season one of, uh, or episode one of season two is over 16 million. And then it takes a nose die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, what the fuck? What the hell is this shit? And then it goes down and it never, it never hit 12 again, which. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking they saw that the the writing was on the wall and they were trying to do whatever they could to save Buddy. I mean, cuz I mean, really in terms of abilities, 
there haven't been very many special effect abilities other than flying and telekinesis type stuff, right? Yeah. Um, you and know, those they, have been pretty much wires off, off screen. You kind of right. see somebody's legs as they're coming in, then it cuts and then it comes back to them landing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, or, or the, you know, we're not seeing the fire or, and, and all those types of effects that like what we were seeing in, in the first half or, right. or earlier seasons. Um, so I think they're they're trying to save money where they can, and and part of that is get rid of actors. Um, I mean, it's the same small group as it was from season one, right? So it's the same same group. They're not really bringing in new new main characters, right? Uh, so I. And and maybe occasionally guest stars and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah. What's your uh, what's your take on Claire? Um, I mean, half? what do you mean my take? She's well, still kind of just floundering about that. They don't yeah. know what to do with her character. Is my take they on don't. Claire? Yeah. She's yeah. she's got a, a very unique and powerful ability that's very defensive, but right. she she's yeah. I mean, you can't hurt her because she regenerates, but that's about the extent of uh, right. what she can do. Yeah, they haven't done anything to allow her to take self defense classes or 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 you know at least learn something. Yeah, um, I was I was. I was a little excited at the beginning, uh, you know, when I find out, okay, she, she got her GED, so she's no longer a cheerleader. She's no longer a high schooler. Yeah, uh, thank God. You know, so, okay, great. So, so she'll, she's going to go out. She's going to not, not necessarily see the world, but she's going to get out on her own and, you know, turn into potentially a badass or what or whatever, you know, have a little bit more agency about her life. But nope. Nope, nope, she's back home. Yep. Yep, with mom. All right, so here's a question, and I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, okay. or I, I know who I think it is, but who do you think Rebel is? Um, uh, Not because I've seen oh, show damn or it. anything like that. Who did you think but, Rebel was before you saw an extra episode? Oh, man. Well, even before I saw the extra episode, I, I knew right away it's Micah. Yeah, it's Micah. It's Micah. I mean, he's the tech guy. He's the only, he is the only dude that has those kind of abilities that we have ever seen. Right. And I couldn't see them bringing in another character of this magnitude for, you know, with, you know, a new character that we've got to learn. Right. right? Um, even though, come to find out, because uh, I was, I don't know how I found it, but I was digging around. Um, so the female uh, agent, yeah, you know that they, where they 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 the spent one watching a little Claire. too much, yeah, yeah, they spent a little too much time showing her face and everything. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, she's a character in one of the miniseries webisode things that they were doing that year. Oh, that, 
and she crossed over. So that was that was why they showed her. You know, so another one of those examples of you've got to consume it all, or well, you don't know, right? It, you know. But in this particular case, it's kind of like, okay, well, she's an agent. But I was, I, you know, I thought it was really weird when we first met her. You know, it, it kind of, it lingered on her. Right. You know, she yeah. got the, she got the hero shot, you know. Yeah, that, she, that, she got, she got front and center a little too often to be right. just a, an ancillary character. Right. Instead of, you know, just being a, oh, okay, well, they've got a, they've got a female men in black agent, you know, because you don't see many of those. It's all, it's all faceless dude goons so but yeah so that that was i was like okay whatever but all right so question um danko Danko. what do you think danko's problem is do you think he's a a closet super or do you think he was i don't know do you think a super touched him in a bad place you know when he was a child What's his I, motivation, or do you think he's just you know this one-dimensional plot device? I, yeah, I think he's just a one-dimensional, pissed-off, um, government lackey type of person. Um, I hope not, because I, I mean, there's got to be some deeper motivation than just. I don't know. It just he's he's too persistent. He's too. They needed. They needed somebody to mess with Petrelli. Sure, and I get that. And, and that's and that's what this guy is. He's, but give him a reason. Is, Don't just make him a, a fucking dick to be a dick or a, a psychopath gosh. to be a psychopath. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're gonna ever get a reason other than other than what Angela basically hinted at with you know, losing his whole team or what have you. And see, I think he was the cause of that somehow. I think. Okay. And, and, think and it would be interesting to, to do that, to, to kind of turn the table is he was, he was the cause of his team's death due to his power getting, getting, yeah, but I don't, I don't control. see, I don't see him having a power because he seemed, he seems very anti-power, very, very or his team got wiped normal. out by somebody with a power or his team got wiped out by somebody with power okay yeah that that sure um you know but he was he was super pissed when petrelli floated yeah which okay frankly i would just let myself fall and then just stop myself before I hit the ground and then what well he's going to go down there and he's going to look for you but then you just walk off well, that's, I don't know that that's any better than floating know. right outside of the window. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I, you know, I don't know. Frankly, if you're going to, if you're going to shit can somebody, if you're going to can them, you, you walk them out of the building. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, Hey, you're done and uh, you're off the team. Um, see yourself out. Right. No, it's hey, you're off the team. Uh, you, Securities secure, will escort you yeah, out. Yeah, security guard number one, security guard number two. I need you to take them out. And every senator has a secret service person, right? Assigned to him. Where is his secret service? Yeah, you never see them. He did mention it once or twice as a convenient reason as to why he was there. Right. 
you know, but still, or how he knew about things, how he was spying on people. But yeah, you never, you never see him. He just wanders around on his own. Yeah. Which is weird. All right. Final thoughts. Um, dang, are we already there? Getting close. We are getting close. Uh, let's see. I had a couple things on here. A um, couple things that uh, I thought was weird. Um, and we kind of talked about, uh, you know, uh, wondering if Peter's ever going to get multiple, multiple powers back. It'd be nice to see him be more than a one and done. Um, but a couple things that I thought was kind of funny, as in terrible funny. Um, you know, they mentioned that it was a bloodbath at the uh, plane crash site. Right. There was like no blood. Right. And it was like two dudes that got killed. Yeah. yeah. Well, until they dropped the bomb. Well, dropped the bomb. Yeah, but they dropped. Yeah, still. And, and okay, <laughs> I've got some major issues with that whole airplane scene. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, when the... When the cabin loses structural integrity like that, it doesn't cause this humongous vortex sucking effect like they showed out there. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it does because it was on the side of the plane. Now, if it was at the back of the plane where the, where the back of the uh, hatch opens up naturally and then you're able to throw cargo out via a parachute, it's totally fine. But when you do it off of the side of, a, of an airplane, of a cargo container... Yeah, nope, that's going to suck you out because the cabin's pressurized. Well, yeah, but then the the pressurization is almost instantly equalized and there's yeah. no more. I mean, you'll have some buffeting yeah, I, effect from the, you know, the speed of the plane yeah. and the wind coming in. And yeah. second, how fucking shitty were those goddamn um straps that he was holding on to that they busted or how heavy is fucking Peter? Um, and how heavy was that motherfucker that just, I mean, his chair got ripped out of the plane. Out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those are some shitty ass fucking bolts holding it to the fucking plane Look, itself. This is, this is a fly by night government operation. They, they were cutting corners where they could. Yeah. That, that whole scene was so fucking stupid. And, yeah. and why did they lose control of the plane like that? I don't, I don't, I don't think that you would yeah, lose it's not like an, engine went out or anything right i don't think that that's going to throw the aerodynamics of the plane off that much that you're just going to crash well no especially since that was that was what a c-130 or something like yeah. that so it's it's designed for parachute missions of cargo people personnel you know all right. that kind of stuff so it's designed to fly with with the granted it's the rear end well no i've seen it i've seen yeah they come out the side stuff too. off the sides yeah so it's not like, yeah. <laughs> that whole fucking yeah. scene was dumb. <laughs> it was. It was. And it looked like they had like night vision on their on their windshield. I don't think that's a thing either. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I've never flown a C one thirty, so I couldn't tell you. We don't know what the government has. All right. What else? So, um. You know, kudos to mom, Mama Bennett. Um, she was a rebel in her day, but I am sorry to say that uh, if she thought that that ID was going to fake anybody when she re-laminated it and left the edges. I know. <laughs> it looked like a she, blockbuster card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's basically what it was. I was like, uh, oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah. That is, that is the worst thing. In fact, thing they, ever. they even showed a, a driver's license later on that looked, right. you know, yeah, not but, well, laminated with plastic. Was, yeah. It was provided by Rebel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doyle had a fucking California driver's license that looked, you know, Un, un, very unlike the other driver's license mm-hmm. that she made. Yeah. That was fucking then, funny. Yeah. And then we got a, uh, we got another Star Trek cameo. We did? We did. You'll, you'll figure it out later. Wait, who was that? I can't tell you. It ruins the whole haiku. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Oh, you'll figure it out. Once so I say we've it. seen Michelle Nichols. We've seen George uh-huh. Takei. Yeah, yeah. We had another Star Trek character on. Yep. Who was the other Star Trek character? I don't know. Okay. You'll just you'll just have to wait and find out. Well, uh, you got a haiku for us this week. I'm sure you do because you just hinted to it. I, I do. Uh, this one is um, titled uh, uh, Trekkie Number Three. <laughs> Worf is president. Uh, oh, Siler right. has daddy issues. Fugitive Nathan. That's right. I totally yep. forgot. Yeah, Michael Dorn. Yeah, he's like the as president. soon as I heard that. As soon as yeah, I as soon as I heard voice, his voice, like, but that was there's like, Worf. <laughs> that was so early in in the first episode of this. Yeah, it was the like second the first, part. Yeah, I I totally forgot that he was in there, and they just yeah. basically you know showed the bottom half of his face. So yep, Worf for president. Yeah, yeah. today is a good day to die. So, all right, you got any awards? I do. Uh, I've got four of them. You do? All right. Mm-hmm. Well, who's got your first one? The black lung. I'm giving it to daddy Siler. Yep. That's who's getting mine too. Yeah. That motherfucker is awfully brave. Look, parting around not- a goddamn oxygen <laughs> right. tank and smoking at the same time. <laughs> Cancer's got nothing on him. He's going to continue to smoke while sucking down oxygen. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if, you know, his oxygen tank blows up because he lights that shit on fire. Oh, well, he was going to die well, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Jesus just, Christ. Just helps it, helps move it along a little bit. Yeah. All right. Who's got your uh, head lush? Um, I gave it to uh, Noah Bennett for getting uh, roofied. <laughs> okay. Well, I was, I'm giving it to Noah Bennett for sucking down scotch at the hotel bar, but not, well, for, not but, for getting roofied. But yeah. Well, yeah. It, that goes implied, right? You can't roofie somebody unless you put it in their drink. Yeah. Yeah. How do you roofied. think they got that in, her, in his drink? I, I don't know because she seemed, she yeah. seemed um, surprised. Yeah. She did. It, yeah. it seemed and like it, she didn't do it. No, I don't, I don't know. Well, okay, wait. So the only thing I could think of is Parkman got into everybody's head and made them invisible. Or Parkman just got into her head and told her to put it in there. told her to roofie, yeah, or, uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, because we've seen Parkman do that. We've seen him... I mean, we saw them when they were escaping. He basically made everybody think they were missing. Right. You know, they, they did the all clear thing. So, yeah. All right. Player. 
player. You know, I'm going to have to give it to Alex. Uh, you know, he, he got to make out underwater. Okay. Um, had a little makeout session. Yeah, underwater. he did. It started, it started to, you know, get her to breathe. True. But, uh, it, it, I mean, not that he quickly, needed to, all he had to do is pull her out eventually and she would have come back, but. Well, I don't think, she, I don't think he knew that. Yeah, he knew. He knew that he, that she healed at that point. Right. But I did, maybe he just knew that she healed from wounds, not necessarily, you know, Hey, I can't ever die. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And, and wait, so. No, cause he so said. She doesn't. She doesn't feel pain, right? Yeah, that they. I'm not Which, sure about that yet, because she seemed well, to no, feel pain whenever she cut her hand. She winced. She said, "Ouch." Oh no, that was Siler that said, "Ouch." I was yeah, but she winced whenever she, she cut her hand in the in the comic book shop to get him to come along. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, but if you if you. If you go under the assumption that she doesn't feel pain, she mm-hmm. still doesn't feel the pain. She shouldn't be able to feel drowning. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that mechanism works. I don't know if that's a pain center control or um, some other, some other control in your, in your parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. Well, do we need to try to drown you and see if you feel pain or if it feels like something else? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Next, next, uh, next time. Report next episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, you. We're drowning you. So you're going to come up here and drown me? I mean, I can. Okay. I mean, are you all right with that? We'll see you in a few days. I mean... It'd keep you from having to finish watching this show. <laughs> I can see how you're on board with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mine's going to go to Claire for not only, you know, um, wooing Alex with her, you know, Barbie looks and everything, but, you know, getting the, the actual comic book job because of the marketing potential for all right. the nerds in the comic she book seemed, shop. She seemed very uh, oblivious her. to it until that was pointed out to her. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah she's going to get mine. Yeah. All right. Um. So, your purple hippo. Oh, it's uh, Noah getting interrogated. I mean, we had an entire episode devoted to getting in his head. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Purple hippo. So this one's a difficult for me because I mean, you could go I, with I like the, and his daddy issues. Yeah, but that's too kind of on the nose. I mean, we knew about Siler's daddy issues for a while. There's so many people in this show with mommy and daddy issues. Well, that's the only way that you can be a hero is if you've got mommy daddy issues, right? Yeah. Um. You can't be a well-adjusted hero. <laughs> you have to be. You have to have some sort of psychosis. I don't know who I'm going to give this one to. Nobody really had just a really weird revelatory moment. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Um, 
I may have to just give this to uh, uh, default. Uh, we haven't defaulted on a fucking purple hippo in a while. Uh, no, we haven't. So, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to give this Tam? to, uh, yeah, River. All right, give it to River. I mean, a lot of people are getting drugged up. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but I don't, I don't understand how that, that drug thing happens. Is it some sort of, sort of gas that knocks them out? Because they just stick it right in the surface of one of their nostrils. Right, some sort, some sort of thing that keeps them just semi-conscious so they can still walk, but right. not enough to focus their powers. Yeah. I, I mean, I could understand it working on, on Matt because he kind of has to concentrate, and they, they've established that already with, you know, you know, loud noises and crap like that kind of throws them off. Right. Um, you know, so not being clear-headed, I could understand that with him, even Hero, because uh, we've seen him go on an opium bender and not be able to do anything. Um, but, you know, some of them, it's kind of like, really? I guess just enough to keep you stupid and not caring? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. Yep. We'll never know. All right, so next episode, we will be discussing season three episodes 20 through... No, try again. Try again. What? Oh, no, it is 20, isn't it? 19. Oh, okay. What the fuck are you talking about? I was thinking we uh, just did 18. (laughs) We missed an episode. I forgot we did through 19 this time because there were seven last episode. Yeah, you're an idiot. All right, uh, moving on. So next episode, we're going to be discussing Heroes Season 3, Episodes 20 through 24, last five episodes of this series. Mm, is there 24 episodes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Is it? No, there's 25 episodes, dude. Oh, is there 25? Yeah, you better you better watch that last one. You're going to get so confused. How the fuck did they make 25 of these goddamn things? Um, they just kept going. Goddamn, there is 25. All right, yeah, so there's, episodes... There's 12. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was 12 this this half. All right, episodes 20 through 25. Fuck. Yep, yep. You're going to have to watch one more. You were all excited. I was. I was like, all um, right. Now, me, I only have to watch five more because I've already watched one. So I'm ahead of the game. I hate you so much. Hey, at least we have a week to do it and not like three days. That's true. That's true. Like the last ep- time we recorded. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was a lot of, of heroes that I watched. That was a lot of heroes. Day. and uh, Oh, you did it all in one day? I did one episode. Or was it two episodes? No, it was one episode one day and then five episodes the next. Yeah. Wow. I at least... I, I got... Uh, mine was three days. I got... Two, three, and then one. Yeah. I did. I, I finished one episode this morning because I just I was, dude. I'm 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 hurting. My whole left <laughs> side of my body hurts right now. What'd you do? But remember, I fell. Out, I almost fell. Oh, out of the that's tree. right. You almost yeah. fell out of the tree because you know safety yeah. harnesses are for wusses. Yeah, you're yeah. an idiot. 
All right, well, that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And make sure to visit Gunna Geek for more great shows at gunnageek.com. For this week, I'm Jason. And why would you have a secret government building on the top floor of another building? Why? why Where else would you put it? Well, you should be keeping your people in a basement somewhere. We'll talk to you next episode. <laughs>